Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about, in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive, and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat's not your face. Well, hello and welcome, holiday listeners. You've made it to the Tubals in a China Shop holiday special. Nothing but jam-packed Christmas classics sung in the Kia Bulls today. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But the fire is so delightful And since we've no trades to sow Let it bull, let it bull, let it bull And it doesn't show signs of stopping And the episodes keep on dropping The guests are turning up full Let it bull, let it bull When we finally say goodnight I will hate going out in the storm But if you really rate us right All the way home will be warm Well, the volume is slowly dying And my gains, they're still declining But as long as you love us so Let it bull, let it bull and bull When we finally say goodnight, I will hate going out in the storm. But if you really rate us right, all the way home will be warm. And the volume is slowly dying, with my gains they're still declining. 
But as long as you love us so, let it boil, let it boil, let it boil. What is going on, Dan? I thought we were doing guest interviews. You're not trying to turn this into your own little special uh, Christmas release, are you? That's right, folks. We've been joined by Frosty the Kyle Man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, Kyle, that reminds me of a song, Kyle. Can we get this back on track? Uh, <laughs> no, no more songs. <laughs> this isn't your, this is not your week. Oh, God damn it. Well, one of these episodes is my going to be my musical special, but I guess today is not uh, next, that day. Next year. Next, next year. year. <laughs> next year, you can do your own, you can release your own CD finally of your Christmas tunes, all your favorites. Oh, oof, I've been working on that for years. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> I've been hearing them. <laughs> oh, we got so many awesome interviews lined up for you today. Should, should we tease them no. or just let no. it be a surprise? I think we should just, uh, well, we don't know what order they're going to show up in. They're going to come and knock on the door and we'll let them in one at a time. And, uh, we'll are you saying that got. because you legit haven't edited the episodes yet, or are you saying that because you're just trying to maintain an aura of mystery? I plead the fifth. <laughs> All right. Well, who's the first guest, Dan? <laughs> well, let's open the door and find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, I know everybody's excited and anticipating our next guest. You want to give him a rousing, rounding introduction? <laughs> Dr. Hans, the investing tutor. And this one, hide your women if they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> He's got such a great voice. Oh, you are. Thank you so much. Well, I got to make sure that my wife doesn't hear this one because she's, she's uh, I think she's got a little bit of a crush. <laughs> <laughs> we call him the Dr. Hansiax. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Dr. Hans? Oh, you, are, you, you have me feeling really good this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you so much. I uh, really enjoyed our conversation the last time and really happy that you have me back. Oh, well, we, I think we've been using your analogy over the last year. The party will continue. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. put a lot of things in perspective for us, too, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially, like, looking at the value of my house going up and up and up. <laughs> you get yeah. the point of, like, no one's asking why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> exactly. There is a downside. Right? Definitely. Mm -hmm. And then CPI shows up at about five or six percent in, in September and October. And it's like, oh, wow. And what uh, crypto, crypto almost doubles, doubles in value, right? Mm -hmm. Over that time frame after the May, um, June correction, which mm -hmm. happened right. with the China crackdown and Elon Musk saying that he's not going to accept Bitcoin for Tesla's. So we, we saw a 50% correction around that time, mainly because of China. And then we, we've since uh, recovered, right? We hit a, a high in Bitcoin, I would say in uh, October. So about mm -hmm. 67, 68,000. And right now we're hovering about the $55,000 price point. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, I think uh, the Fed finally switching stance and, and no longer calling inflation transitory has led to some, <laughs> some interesting action in the markets lately. Yeah. And I mean, 
as as we're talking right now, so many things are going through my head. So one thing that mm-hmm. I want to kind of uh, have your audience pay attention to is one, this new variant, right? Everyone is kind of sick and tired of COVID. And now mm-hmm. we have like a new variant and it's like, what's going to happen with this variant? So the unknowns is causing volatility in the market right now. Also inflation, right? Mm-hmm. Now to, to tackle inflation, the Fed is pretty much speeding their taper, right? They are shortening the time frame within which they would um, cut back on, on the asset purchases, which is a fancy mm-hmm. way to say they are stopping to print money. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and with, but with that, the next question that investors are wondering is, well, if they are, uh, you know, tapering faster, then when are they going to start to increase interest rates? Right. And I don't know who, you know, needs to hear this, but increasing of interest rates is the worst thing that could happen to the markets, especially when we don't have kind of like a thriving economy. And Mm -hmm. and what I mean by that is when you increase interest rates, essentially you are slowing down economic activity. And let me break that down. When interest rates go up, everything becomes more expensive, right? Because your mortgage has to, the interest rate on your mortgage is going to go up. If someone is buying a car, the interest rate on the car is going to go up. If businesses are going to borrow to expand and grow, well, the cost of that loan is is higher. So it, it halts economic activity. That is why markets are panicking because it's like, hey, are they going to raise interest rates? And, and, and now, if they have to raise interest rates because they are trying to kind of, um, you know, not have inflation get away, it's like inflation is forcing them to do something which then could harm the economy. So it's mm-hmm. just so many unknowns. So let me just drop this. And, and we can talk about this more in 2022. I'd love to be back. Which is, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's excellent. Excellent plan. Which is... If the Fed is forced to increase interest rates, how is the market going to react? So is there a potential that we can see a market correction or a market crash in 2022? Mm. And let me even throw this in there. Is that why we're seeing some of the largest sales happening in the stock market from some of the top CEOs? So Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, right? $69 billion worth of stock sales. Do they know something that we don't? Mm. Probably. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Or are they just trying to capitalize on just ridiculous overpriced (laughs) stock values right now? Which which is another way of saying if stock values are overvalued right now, then where do they have to go? It's a fascinating (laughs) conversation. Same thing. Or maybe they're talking to the party planner and they know when the when everyone's getting kicked out of the house finally. (laughs) Or maybe someone tipped them on when everyone Uh, is going to be kicked out of the house. Somebody called the cops, they're on their way. I love the way that Musk put it to a Twitter poll to try to make it look like he didn't really want to sell. He was just doing what everybody wanted him to do. (laughs) Yeah, he's really smart, obviously. Uh So what, what's uh what, what's going on in your world then what have you been up to since we last chatted oh my gosh the magic word nfts oh <laughs> yeah 
Um, so uh, sometimes summer, you know, just kept hearing this thing, uh, NFTs, NFTs, obviously related to more of art. Mm -hmm. And, you know, went down the rabbit hole to study the technology. And I believe it is the new kind of nascent thing that is mm -hmm. evolving. And Coinbase is about to launch an NFT platform. And my belief is once Ethereum goes from ETH1 to ETH2, right, which is mm -hmm. moving from proof of work to proof of stake, all of a sudden it's going to allow for kind of like NFTs to proliferate. So for those who are listening, if you're hearing this term NFTs, you're wondering what it is. It's It stands for non-fungible token, which is a fancy way to say a special token or a token that's unique, mm -hmm. right? And I like to view an NFT as comparable to like, let's say a title for a house or a title for a car, right? Mm -hmm. a, a title is... Is, is a document or it's something that shows proof of ownership. Right. Okay. So an NFT or that token, the non-fungible token or that special token is the digital title for whatever it is that you own with that token, right? So if an individual buys a token that has, you know, a special, a specific type of image associated with that token. Well, because they own that token, they have the title to that image. So it means they are the only individual on earth that can resell that image. And the token is their title, confirming mm -hmm. ownership. So does that also give them rights to like the displaying of that image publicly? Oh, no, no, no. Anyone can display the image publicly, right? Anyone okay. can copy and save it. Anyone can share it, but no one can sell it. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you, sounds, you sounds kind of uh, like, why would you need to buy it if you can just, you know, go, go get it? Because <laughs> you're the only one that can sell it. Do you see uh, the difference? <clears throat> You are the only one that can sell it. Everyone can share and post as much as they want. The more they share and post, the more your image is popular. But no, you the are the only up. individual that can sell it. That's the difference. And the reason you're the only one that can sell it is because you are the only one that has what? The, the token. Title. Exactly, the title, which is the token. Hmm. Once people understand that, it's like, oh, I get it. This is the first time in history that images, um, art, music, whatever it is, can be sold online. You can sell digital things because those digital items can be backed by a token. Mm -hmm. Life game changing. Yeah. Are you familiar with uh, uh, Zedrun, which is, I think, uh, uh, easier to understand, in my opinion, uh, use case of NFTs? No, what's that? Zed Run is the the digital horse racing. Mm. So your NFT is basically your horse, but you can enter it into races to race against other NFTs and then uncover the hidden properties of it. You can breed them to create new ones that you can then sell or race or do whatever you want with. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that, but I mean, that's a phenomenal example. And the reason that's possible is because each token is unique. So right. in other words, each horse is unique, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And... And I believe that we're going to get to a point in the world where 
anything of value is going to have a token or an NFT, pretty much, mm -hmm. right? Your, your house, or if you want to go and rent an apartment, why do we need documents? Right. If you want to go buy a car, why do we need a title for a car? Just send me the token to my wallet on my smartphone. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's it it, it makes it does so simplify much things. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> so right now, it seems kind of like out there. Oh, what is this NFT thing? And is it just about art? No, it's forget about art. And it's the token, right? The token is the technology, mm -hmm. the new in quote digital title. Fast. Okay, so yeah, I could see, uh, I could see that taken off then. Yeah, so that's what I've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think when we last talked to you, you were just kind of getting into crypto recently. Yes. So uh, you've, uh, you've really had a busy year. Then it sounds like. Yeah, and and the the ecosystem is moving at the speed of light. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you all heard, but. A DAO tried to buy the U.S. Constitution. Oh, really? Yeah. So a DAO is a decentral, decentralized autonomous organization, which is pretty much like a crypto organization that doesn't really have like a CEO or a founder. It's just pretty much a group of people who own tokens for that organization and mm. they collectively decide on what to do. So this group of people came together and they said they were going to buy the U.S. Constitution. Literally, it was in like the Wall Street Journal and other publications. And this group of individuals via Twitter literally raised $45 million in three days. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And they were just saying, we're going to buy the Constitution. We're going to buy the Constitution. And just telling everyone to buy tokens for their DAO. Because if right. you buy a token, then you are part of the, the community, which in essence means you are funneling money to the one DAO. And they went into bid at, um, at Sotheby's for the constitution. Mm -hmm. And guess who beat them with just, I think, about $5 or a few cents? I hope it's the U.S., Ken Griffin. Oh, <laughs> oh you're kidding me. <laughs> so is this is this how we're paying our, our debt back as a country? <laughs> National treasures. I, I know it's it's absolutely crazy. And for the listeners, they, they might not know who Ken Griffin is, but he was. Oh, they should. Our, okay, yeah. okay, good, good, good. He was part of the whole uh, yeah. GameStop and and Robin Hood saga, and yeah, and the crypto the crypto community they are so mad. It's like you know, and oh my gosh, <laughs> they should be. <laughs> A massive troll job by Mr. Griffin. Yeah, so a lot is happening. In I hope he reads that Constitution. <laughs> I, I hope so. He's he's like, you know, the Constitution is so sacred. I didn't want you know crypto people to have it, so I was willing to to pay as much as possible to beat them. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> so he can sell it to China next year. Oh, I God. know, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the, trying to even picture that in my mind. Would that mean that you know China gets some freedoms, or does that mean that we lose ours? We lose ours for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got any big plans for uh, the upcoming year? Then, yeah, um, I'll say this upcoming year, as you can tell, 
I'm really big in crypto and it doesn't mean all of my assets are in crypto. No, but mm-hmm. half of them are right. Mm-hmm. And for individuals listening, you might be wondering, oh my gosh, half of your assets are in crypto. Why would you do that? What most people don't understand is that when, if all you own are, let's say, U.S. equities and, and bonds, right? Mm-hmm. It means you are 100% in USD or US dollar denominated assets. Right. Which, you know, you might say, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, You might need to read Ray Dalio's new book. I think it just came out uh, yesterday or today. (laughs) Who is this? Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio. Yeah, he is very... Well, he's pretty much the most successful macro investor Mm. out there. Yeah. So, you know, uh, some of the top are, you know, Ray Dalio, Paul Tudor Jones, XYZ, but Ray Dalio is at the top. Mm -hmm. And his new book just literally came out. He's talking about the changing world order, pretty much how China could potentially um, take over. And he's not someone who is like biased. He's literally mm-hmm. just putting out facts mm-hmm. and, and trying to alert the U.S. that, hey, I've studied 500 years worth of history and there's a cycle that keeps repeating. Whenever a country has tons of debt, interest rates are zero, huge wealth inequality. Mm-hmm. Check. Another superpower takes over. <laughs> so then yes. he's like, hey, pay attention to the signs. Hmm. So, so in sharing that, many of the listeners might have all of their assets denominated in US dollar based assets, right? Now, I'll be honest, I, I want m- more of my assets to be in USDC, but the great thing is now there's crypto. <laughs> so right. then for me, I view crypto as the diversifier, right? Mm-hmm. So that is why I am really optimistic about it. Now, here's the amazing thing about crypto. In case someone is listening to this and thinking, oh, is he kind of against the US? No, I love this country a thousand percent. I just want Mm -hmm. to put it out there. But my, my belief is the US is going to embrace crypto Right, because we've already seen companies like Coinbase list on the stock market, um, different Bitcoin miners list on the U.S. stock market. To me, that's strategic. The Mm -hmm. U.S. wants Bitcoin to flow through its economy and through its businesses. And as that happens, the U.S. is going to benefit from the growth of Bitcoin or crypto. So I, I honestly believe that if the U.S. is not against crypto, which it does not look like they are, then we get to benefit. Mm -hmm. But at the very least, I have something that diversifies my investments. So yeah, 2022 be kind of heavy um, looking or continue to look into crypto. Uh, One last question then about crypto. Mm -hmm. Is it a security or is it a currency? Or or (laughs) how would you define it? (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll define it as an asset class. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So, Can you let Powell know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
because they have no clue. <laughs> no, definitely do not. Yeah, it, it, it's an asset class, right? It's no different from real estate as an asset or, mm-hmm. you know, stocks as an asset or bonds as an asset. Um, and and it's a crypto asset, mm-hmm. simply, simply that. Yeah, uh, and I think even Powell and uh, what's the gentleman's name at the SEC, Gensler, yeah, yeah. I think they understand that Bitcoin and Ethereum are, you know, they are property or or assets because they they are designated as assets by the IRS. Mm. They, they are more concerned about like the Shiba Inus and the Doge and and the other, you know, crypto tokens. Right. That that's where there there's uncertainty. Ah, so okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. Well, <laughs> I can see why they call you a doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, I, I really enjoy our conversations because often when I'm speaking to to most individuals, kind of you know, they don't really study markets at, at the level that I can tell you all do. So I'm able to speak at a much higher level, right? Instead of of, of more of like simplifying and not really touching on more complex type issues. So I really always enjoy. We're just really good at faking it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, stocks, mm-hmm. interest rates. <laughs> we love having you on because you do a great job of explaining it. Uh, even, you know, somebody who's who's been trying to learn this, uh, you do a really good job of breaking it down in a way that is definitely very easy to understand. Uh, you have your own podcast too. You want to tell the listeners where uh, where they can find that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I hang out on Instagram a lot. So if you are on there, just search the investing tutor and let's connect and please say hi, you know, and, and let me know that uh, you all are listeners of this podcast. And and my podcast is also the investing tutor podcast. You can find it on Apple, Google or Spotify. Or you can just jump to our guest directory and we have a profile for Mr. Hans on there. You should be able to find all those links there too. Well, thank you for joining us again. We look forward to having you back for a much, much longer discussion, but uh, we unfortunately got to keep these rather short. So we'll have to kick you out of the shop for the day. But thank you again, Dr. Hans. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah. Somebody's banging on the window already. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, This was amazing. Uh, thank you so much. All right, Kyle, uh, our next guest, I believe, on the docket, we have Sarah Glass. One of our one of our favorites. You owe me an uh, intro now. I will uh, not <laughs> use the explicitive laced intro that I just tried a minute ago. <laughs> oh, well, we, we can. Let's go. Let's go classic. Here we go. There you go. Buy it on the 
Sarah, what have you been up to? It's been uh, it's been a while since we had you on. I know. Um, not much. Just trading the markets as usual. Uh, we're told you're starting to get your uh, your own thing that you're kind of working on. Uh, not full time with TradePro anymore. Uh, no. So I am thinking about starting kind of my own thing right now. I'm just like you know, tweeting and, you know, I'm doing some moderating for another group as well called Options on Wall Street. Mm. And um, so I moderate for them and trade pro. And um, just kind of, it's nice because you're just kind of working for yourself. um, Right. And you get a bit more freedom and, you know, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll see. You know what? I'm not going to announce anything till the new year. Okay. Okay. It's mm-hmm. super secret that right sounds now. Sounds exciting but, uh, though. It will be very exciting. Super secret. You have to let us know when that is public so we can update the uh the guest page with the weird new information. Yes, yes, definitely. Um and yeah, you it's lots of good things and lots of goals coming in twenty twenty two. I was about to say twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty two. Um so yeah, I'll keep you guys posted for sure. Still in the planning stages. Let's just say that. Something tells me it has something to do with trading options. It ah. might. It might. I mean, it's a good guess. Don't spoil just it, Dan. Don't the dark. spoil it. Yeah, like, jeez. You're spoiling up all my, like, exciting announcements I'm planning on making in next year. So. Oh, yeah. Good. Dan, good. You, uh, you actually got a uh, subscription to order flow. Was that quant data? to test out but yeah. i don't think we yeah. knew what we were looking at uh we kind of wanted to get you we need to get you back on uh in 22 so that way we can kind of try to go through some of that order flow stuff and really uh, try to learn it like we finally got our heads wrapped around technical analysis i think i got as far as opening it up and and getting kyle on the phone to scream at me that i was a dumb fucking cunt but <laughs> beyond that i didn't know where to go <laughs> I am not good enough to to to, to use that language with somebody else. <laughs> I think you have to be really good at your job to be able to get away with that. Well, I use that language, but mostly towards the computer when something's going wrong. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I posit that you're pretty good at your job, though. I Tesla, see your tweets. You cunt. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm looking at right yeah, now. I'm looking at tracks. Tesla's chart, and I'm like, you. No, but it's, <laughs> it's whatever. It's good. It's all good. That's a part of the you know the industry we're in, and it is what it is. But as long as you're green, it's an industry term. It's not a slur. Yeah, just, yeah. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, but we still had some. You know, it's been a good year. It's you know we've had some big runs the last three like three months or so. Um, I was doing really well. I did take actually a pretty big hit two weeks ago, um, which sucked, but it was my own stupidity. Um, but you know, ending the year way up, which is good because I just went really strong for the last three months or so. And then now it's like, everything's dying down. Santa rally is looking canceled at the moment. I know. Uh, hopefully in like a few, whenever this, um, podcast episode is released we're looking back at this conversation and like the spy is up to 500 and we were like haha we thought there was no santa rally what did we the know the war on santa has been won right <laughs> <We won. laughs> i want my rally <laughs> i know i would keep waiting for it right um so we'll see what happens but um 
yeah, it's too bad we don't have a cheerleader right now for this. So do you think that's going to spill into 22? Or are you a little less bearish or bullish on, on 22 as a overall? Um, right. I'm feeling a little bit more conservative because um, of the taper. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like that's just going to be a common theme. It's just, it's kind of exhausting at this point. It's like, you know, it's, this runs everything is this taper talk and I guess that's what the market is tapering inflation interest rates it's like geez like you just kind of want like you know like I said someone to get on Twitter and just say everything is going to be fine folks and we're going to the moon just a month where like nothing nothing none of these things are like spooking it everyone knows that there's inflation everybody knows it's not good but why does somebody coming out and saying that suddenly tank it you know five percent two percent i think it's uh yeah right like it's we're still going up everybody yeah we're always going up so um it's rare that we would end a year down i mean we do have individual names that look like they will be but you know the overall market you know that's why i always just keep starting spy leap positions because i'm like why would i try and beat the market when i can just keep buying the spy when it sells off and crashes it's always going to go up. Can you explain a leap for us? Like, what's the? I, I think the concept is you're buying a options contract like a year or more out, right? Is that all it is to it, or is there more to the strategy? So that's it. Um, I guess if you want to get into more of the details, it's choosing the right contracts as well, which can help. Um, so longer dated expired options have they're more expensive and they have heavier delta. So you can go, Mm -hmm. you kind of want to go more out the money um, because you want, you can, because you have more delta, you have more time. You basically have no theta and you want more gamma. So therefore you do want to be out the money with uh, leaps, I find. Otherwise you just start losing your leverage and um, they start behaving like shares because they've been in the money for so long. Right. you know, everything's basically like no theta, everything's at like, you know, it's just running like how shares would. It's with a value of one. I don't know how else to really explain. No, that makes sense. I'm learning how to communicate this stuff to, um, pardon my French, noobs. Ah, Thank you. (laughs) You called me the C word, so. um, I did not. uh, We took that out. We edited that out. (laughs) I didn't get the reference. So I'm calling you the Oh my god! I was gonna never. I was gonna say something else, but um, <laughs> noob, you are a noob. <laughs> so, with that being said, you know it's it has a value of one, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Your delta's at one, your gamma's at zero. You know, like your theta's at zero. Like it's it's kind of boring as dull, but if you go a little bit up the money, um, you'll do well. However, if you were to buy leaps in a lot of these growth names at the beginning of this year, you would have been, yeah. Pardon my French. Once again, like fucked. Like, oh yeah. You would have been yeah. just completely demolished. So, um, stick to the spy, right? Mm-hmm. Spies buy spy. I mean, I have some spy leaps that are now in the money. They're I think at like 60, 70% now. And I have until March, 2023. And now it's going to slow down the growth. But um, I think it was 445 strike. And I bought them when spy was like 420. Oh, and nice. now, you know, I'm just letting them run. They're up about in total 20 grand or so. I have like 10 contracts and I'm just not going to look at it. Nice. You know, I'm, not yeah. gonna, I'm just not going to look at it because it's like a thousand shares of SPY. That's how it's going to behave. Right. So what, what? when's your target to get out of them then? Because after a certain point, then Theta will start kicking in. I guess if they're that deep in the money, it shouldn't really matter. It doesn't matter um, that much right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will eventually, I guess, but 
I think we're still going to keep going up. I mean, my target, I'll probably hold until SPY hits like 500 or so. 500. They've just, I mean, we're just going to keep, it's not really like other stocks where I may take off early. Right. With the SPY, I mean, I'm pretty confident we're just going to keep going up, you know? And if I get another opportunity to add more contracts, which means we have to dip all the way back to 420 or so, I'm just going to load up again. Right. Kind of, you know, reset the Greeks a bit. And yeah, but actually average down, probably I'll buy 20 contracts if we get there. So, <laughs> 30, so what would that be? 20. So I have 10. Yeah, 30. So it'd be like 3,000 shares or 300. Oof. Sorry. Wow. I'm 100 tired. each, 10, 3,000? Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah, 3,000, okay. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, that's. we'll see what happens there. But leaps are great. Everyone should have some. Um, don't try to beat the market and be <laughs> greedy when others are fearful. Wow, it's like all there of the Buffett. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get rich slow. There's only one little Buffett. I mean, how's that guy doing? Didn't he get, like, killed last year? What do you think of the new meme ETF? The new, sorry, meme? The new meme ETF, M-E-M-E. Oh, geez. Um, is that just with like GameStop, AMC, and all that stuff? It's actually got a couple of names I do like in there, though. Really? I, I don't even know yeah. it. Dan, you just posted that. Where'd you post that at? Oh, uh, that's in general. Oh, no, no, stocks. I posted the toilet paper thing in general. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you have to watch an ad in China to get toilet paper now. Uh, let's see. It's got CrowdStrike, Square, BlackBerry, Roku, Robinhood, Tilray, Teladoc, Clover, AMC, Snap, SoFi, DraftKing, uh, Upstart, Truth, and Wish. Okay. Along um, with other ones like GME, Palantir, Roblox, AMD. Kind of sounds like a bit of, to me, a bit of a mess, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> one big mess like you know it's like there's some really good ones in there like amd and then there's wish right know? doesn't it just warm your heart though to know that there's an etf for everything even if you just want a mess of a portfolio we've got that etf for you yeah i mean nowadays for sure and i guess that's kind of diversified if there's nothing that links them together other than the fact right? that wall street bets likes them yeah, it's like just whatever has trended on social media in the past, ever since like the IPO, it's, that's what's in it. That's, yeah, it sounds a little bit like a mess, but um, hey, if it pays, I'd trade it. So, yep. who cares, right? Who cares like what's that. in it? <laughs> if, they, if they're following good strategy on like selling the, the rifts, but I don't know how they're managing that ETF. Are they just accumulating these companies? I don't know who's uh, who's running it. I guess is the question. <laughs> That's what, isn't it like Roaring Kitty who's yeah. like put this together, <laughs> or was it Nancy Pelosi? I mean, who knows? Could be it's either one. Joe Diamond Hands. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Q> <laughs> <market>. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. which Wall Street bets like degenerate <laughs> created this is what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of effort to make one of those. I don't know the Wall Street bets people have that kind of brain power. Mental capital. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to buy an ETF that was just tracking congressional purchases. I'd buy that ETF all day. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, they're always beating the market. That's weird that that works, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that funny? It it's is like, Some of them just have yeah. such a good timing. Like, oh, man, I'd kill to know what their secret is. Right? Like yeah. it's <laughs> Shout out to... To Quiver Quantitative, where you can yeah. get all that. That's where I get that data. You can find it. Follow their trades. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, man, somebody on there got a like a defense contractor stock like right before they got awarded a big contract from the government. It was insane. <laughs> like, how do you get that? How do you get so lucky? <laughs> you know who I really want to. You know who I really want to track is uh, that Bill Ackman. Oh, really? Ackerman. Ackerman, sorry, because um, he went and said, "What it was that they?" Oh, yeah, he went on CNBC. And when it when COVID started and said that the whole market's going to crash and everyone should sell and blah, 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 blah. And then he was quietly buying up all the hotels, all the travel mm -hmm. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he was buying them all up and telling everyone else to sell. And he was buying them as they were dipping. And then they rebounded and he had like a record year as well. Oh, yeah. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do they get to do this and we can't, you know? Oh, what was the story we were just talking about with Elon Musk, his brother? His brother, his brother. Apparently is, has got immaculate timing, too. He managed to sell off right before Elon's Twitter poll came out. Oh, right, right. Yeah. What's his brother's name again? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> he always be... does. Uh, anything else you uh, really like for the coming year? Oh, man. I don't want to be boring and say value. Nothing wrong with that. If that's what you like. Yeah. I, I actually hate it. I only trade tech, really. I, I don't like <laughs> trade. I'm like, who wants, a, who wants a trade like P&G? Who wants a trade like CAT? You know, like, I want to trade tech. I want to trade the sexy stuff like Facebook and Tesla and Amazon, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I'm kind of, yeah. I'm like, am I stock snob? And is there such thing as a stock snob? Because if there is, um, maybe I'm Maybe just addicted to volatility. Yeah, that's true. That's actually probably a better way to put it. <laughs> well, because you're day trading those anyway. I mean, if you're looking for something to stock money away into for a long term, you're probably not going to pick one of those unless it's like really undervalued. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like maybe some Apple because I mean, Apple you can't go wrong with long term. I mean, they have us all by the balls. I think when it comes to their ecosystem. So yeah, it's got three cameras now. Right, we're not the shortage, or it's not. You know, like we're no one's not using Apple. I mean, I'm getting Apple gift cards for some my friends, and you know, for Christmas or whatever. And yeah, it's not going anywhere. So, um, if I had to pick stocks for next year, I would. Okay, I'm going to default to make it easy. I'm going to say Apple, um, but be, just because it's still under two hundred bucks. And it's barely run this year at all. It's only running now. Um, mm -hmm. And I also like, um, I do like some value. I think it's going to be um, kind of the safe place to go when there is the inflation fear again. Right. So um, like Costco, PG, you know, maybe some Walmart, that kind of stuff. And then, uh, or is Walmart value? Or would I say that's more retail? It's I guess fun. it's value retail, isn't it? <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't really know where that goes um value walmart is almost uh i mean because they sell a lot of stuff you don't need but it's also a lot of things that you do need right what's, what's the other one the consumer mixed yeah there you go maybe that works <sighs> yeah i i guess and then um i do what i really want to see though um i really want to see boeing have a comeback um Despite yeah. being a kind of boring company, it has never really gotten back to where it was. Not even pre um, like COVID, like the, its sell off, it's never hit the highs it had back in 2018, like before that crash, right? right. Which was it was over 300 bucks. I don't think it's ever been over 
even touched 300 since COVID hit. So no, the highest I got was about 280 or just shy of 280. Yeah. And like, I, I just, I don't, you know, how long is this going to go on for? I mean, it's never going to fail. Um, but people still aren't really buying it. And I know someone that's been holding Boeing all year and it's like, he's holding the bag, you know, like it's not, he's not alone. I got some calls that are about to expire worthless next week. Three months ago. That's all right. I, I made some on the, uh, back in March, I think on that run up. Oh, good. So good. I'm still, I'm still net positive on them. And then, um, so I'd love to see Boeing have its comeback. I think the semis are just going to go freaking crazy this year. Yeah, you don't see that slowing down at all? No. I, th- I mean, it takes a year alone to build one of these factories, you know, and they're, mm-hmm. they're so backed up that it's like, it's going to be another year of this, I think. Um, oh, man. For sure. It sucks because I really want to get a new graphics card. Well, <laughs> maybe it'll be a black market for it. The price is so expensive because of... Because of the shortage and all the crypto miners. Right? So what is it? So what do they have in the black market? They have what? Fake identities. It'll be on Silk Road. (laughs) You start getting your semis on Silk Road. (laughs) But I'll have to buy crypto and then I'll just be facilitating the whole thing that's leading to the shortage. Yeah, but you'll have your trip. So yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> what are these North North Korean chips? I ordered South Korean chips, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> I definitely want South Korean chips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> we all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think set, those are like what I think is going to kind of go next year. Um, do I see a rebound for growth? I think maybe towards the end of next year. Um, that's when mm-hmm. I see a lot of these growth names start to come back. Kind of when all this Fed crap is tapering off, finally, you know? Yeah, whenever yeah. they... F- they got to figure out what they're going to do with interest rates, I think, before they can stabilize, right? Because the lending, I think, is what really kills them. Anytime yeah. interest rates go up, growth takes a hit. It's just, it's a big mess. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think... I mean, I hope I'm wrong because they're so much fun to trade and you know, such big returns. So I'm hoping that they can move. And I'm seeing actually more upside opportunity, of course, um, mm-hmm. and downside at this point, because they've just been killed. So I'm hoping they start to make a comeback, but um, I'm not betting on it for the first half of next year. Right. All right. So, well, Sarah, thank you so much for catching up with us. We, uh, we've gone a little bit long. And since we kicked so many other people out of the shop recently, uh, it would, feel hypocritical if I didn't boot you out as well. Uh, <laughs> is there any place uh, we can push our listeners to, to, to stay in touch with you and what you're doing? Yeah. So um, I'm kind of going by a trading moniker, I guess that's the right word. Um, mm-hmm. So you can follow me on Instagram. It's flow queen trades um, there. I'm going to, I just make posts and post my, watch list when i feel like doing it i don't do it every week but i do do it post flow um <laughs> you know well i'm not i'm not like you know when i was a trade pro full-time i had to but now it's like oh I, you know i'm a little bit tired but when i yep, yep. <laughs> that's gonna change though in the future i'm gonna get back to it it's just kind of a busy time of the year for me but um you can follow me on uh flow queen trades on instagram 
and I believe my Twitter is no, my Twitter is um, Sarachka. Sarachka G. Sarachka yeah. G. We'll put that in the description. Keep it simple. Um, but yeah, there I post, you know, like some daily gains, losses, um, some analysis, all that juicy stuff. So usually good stuff. We follow it here. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's definitely on my Twitter feed for sure. Yep. Nice. Nice. Well, happy to hear it. Well, thanks again. And uh, until next time, uh, Sarah, have uh, some happy trains. Yes, thank you. You guys too, and sorry about your BA puts. Ah, uh, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> okay, Kyle, who do we have up next? Uh, this is one I've been looking forward to, because this is the fellow who introduced us to the wheel. So mm-hmm. we've really been looking forward to catching up with Mr. David Modell again. Uh, David, how are you doing today? Good. Uh, glad I helped you guys discover the wheel. I'm sure you knew about the wheel already, but we don't. No, no, we don't no, no. To, we were we so to, new. Yeah, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? No, uh, actually, thanks to you, I was able to I actually quit my job. I was able to, oh, to, well, to try to generate you know. an income with, uh, with the investment portfolio I'd built over the years, just selling selling yeah. options contracts. You know, I, I'm a job destroyer is what I am. So what can I say? <laughs> you and George Papazov at Trade Pro yeah, uh, are both. It's a, pro- it's a problem. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it's a problem. So are you the, are you the reason for the great resignation? That's the real question. Uh, single-handedly. Yes. I, I <laughs> so what's been going on? Uh, what's happened since we last chatted? It's been a while. I think you're one of the first guests that we had on. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay, well, yeah, you guys have grown and I've shrunk, and that's uh, that's okay. That's true. You know, I don't think that's true. The universe, <laughs> universe is still in balance, I suppose, because of that. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just been a uh, wild market ride recently, as November came to a close and December started with uh, a, I don't know, bang, whimper, or just more of the same. Uh, Jerome Powell being reappointed is anybody surprised does anybody care wait did he actually get reappointed or was he just nominated it doesn't matter okay (laughs) yeah yeah they're gonna turn him down no Uh, what what was that uh song by the who uh old new boss same as the old boss literally uh, yeah (laughs) yeah so there you go uh other than that yeah no just um playing it as i see it um, and getting ready for opportunities as they arise, which are few and far between right now, unfortunately. Are they? Uh, with, with the market, uh, the major market indexes, indices, however you like to pronounce it, uh, still near all-time highs, even though there's a new wave of you-know-what coming uh, out of South Africa, I guess, mm-hmm. and already detected in California. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the thing that shall not be mentioned. Yes, uh, please. Well, I'm a, I'm a YouTuber, <laughs> so I'm, I, it, that's been beaten out of me, the ability to mention oh. anything controversial. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, you, you'd think something would bring the market down uh, in any significant way. But uh, throughout the year so far, which is almost over, uh, I think we had one 5% corrections, not even the right word. That's 10% or more, right? right. So a uh, brief pullback, and then it came right up. Um, now, 75% of the money in the stock market is institutional, uh, not retail. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so the whales are doing this. They've been programmed to buy every dip or make it so that there are no dips. And so you just have to be patient. That's who wins this game of investing and trading is the person who's willing to wait. It's also been, I think we talked with uh, Ross earlier about uh, just the market breadth and how strange that this year's market is where it just seems like there's like, you know, a few mega caps that are propping everything up or everything else seems like it's been beat down. Yeah, the market has bad breadth, as they say. Yeah, um, stinky, stinky <laughs> yes. breadth. Yeah, uh, I hate that. Don't you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a few fang. Uh, is it even fang anymore? I heard it was fang with. Ah, it's like fangum. Uh, yeah, there's a couple. I think there's it, a couple was, extra M's and N's. Right. I, Jim Cramer, every, everybody's uh, favorite and least favorite at the same time, invented fang, and then it was two A's in fang. And then Fang Man or something like that because Microsoft <laughs> wasn't in there. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it, it's been that way for a long time. But as long as uh, the algos keep buying up those stocks, uh, it is interesting that the um, that names like DraftKings and Penn National Gaming and, and the cruise lines and the airlines mm-hmm. just keep going down. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, the Fang Man or whatever uh, it is now, the the uh, bloated uh, mega cap, ultra mega cap, giga cap uh, tech stocks just keep going up. The rich get richer, the poor the poor get poorer, and uh, so what else is new? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God! Well, what what is new is Powell. It seemed like he was single handedly trying to tank the market in the beginning of December, completely switching his tune on on inflation. That that reminds me of December uh, twenty eighteen when uh, when he you know he he brought the Fed funds rates up to get this three whole percent. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember when I was a kid, bond yields. Uh, offered a, a safe, quote unquote, safe or risk-free rate of 5%. Right. Uh, so for him to bring it up to 3% and the S&P 500 immediately had a you-know-what fit and right. uh, and dropped 20%. Uh, so then he, and, and uh, you know, Trump yelled at him on Twitter and, and vocally. <laughs> and, and then he, uh, he brought it right, you know, he brought the, the uh, bond yields right back down. So, uh, you know, it, it's, he's not, um, I, I'm not going to call him a coward, but I'll, I'll let people connect the dots from C to Howard. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have planned for, uh, uh, the upcoming year then? You got anything new going on with the channel? Uh, you got any? Yeah. Uh, just put more scantily clad women on my videos. That's, uh, that's, that's kind of where I'm, I've been going. My wife is not a huge fan of that plan. Um, mm. But mm. you know, it's it. You got to get people in the door, as they say. Seems solid uh, to me. You got to bait the click. Uh, so I'm doing <laughs> what I got to do. As long as what's inside the video is of some sort of value, uh, I sleep a little better at night. Right. Yep. So that that's that's the plan as far as investing goes or trading. Uh, again, just being the most patient person in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's how you that's how you win at this game. And uh, but it's it's not easy. Uh, I've been shorting garbage ETFs uh, like natural gas and VIX ETFs. I've been playing the short VIX trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's worked out quite well. Uh, other than that, I'm pretty cash heavy right now, which is not a fun place to be uh, with the annualized U.S. inflation rate being six point six point two percent. It's it's been above five percent for uh, half a year now mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty uh, impressive or revolting depending on one's point of view <laughs> uh, I would lean towards the revolting side personally yes 
I think most of us would. But yeah, I'm looking forward to, forward to what you guys have for the coming year. I know it's going to be awesome. Well, the, yeah. we just had this discussion with Anthony, but uh, yeah, this has been more. This is more of a market research for us. We're just trying to see if we can get some ideas to steal. Mm-hmm. So oh, don't okay. be surprised if two bowls turns into two boobs. <laughs> there you go. I, my channel's been called that many times. So, right. uh, but I'll, I'll loan you the handle. I'll loan oh, you I that name if that. you want. It's all good. <laughs> uh, you got any predictions for uh, for the upcoming year then? Sounds like you're, you're waiting for a big correction. I mean, there will be one. There always is one sooner or later. Uh, you can't try to time it. Anybody who does, don't listen to them, please. Um, <laughs> the idea is not to predict, but to react. Right. Uh, so I, I say that over and over, no predicting, just reacting. So when it actually does happen, uh, get in there. As Warren Buffett once said, I'm going to very loosely quote him because I'm getting older and the memory isn't what he, it, when it rains gold, uh, don't bring out your thimble, bring out your bucket. Right. Yeah. So uh, when it does, uh, not even if, but when a correction, a real correction, which is 10% or more, uh, a decline in the in the major market indexes, such as the S&P 500, when that does happen, mm-hmm. uh, get in there and, and do it. Start buying. Go shopping. Doesn't mean you over leverage yourself. But uh, unlike shorting, which I've been doing lately, when you go long, the most you can lose is whatever you put into it. Right. And that's true whether you're buying call options or stocks or whatever. In the meantime, what you can do is sell options, mm-hmm. which is something you can do year round, just not as much and not as often. Uh, there are still earnings reports happening, and there are still stocks that tank uh, on earnings reports. So yep. those are oftentimes opportunities. So if you see a huge, great company, Disney, McDonald's, whatever it is, Home Depot, something like that, Starbucks. If it goes down a lot because of earnings, sometimes they actually, the company actually earned a lot of money, just not as much as the Wall Street quote unquote experts thought they would. And I just made quote fingers with both my hands that you couldn't see when I said the (laughs) word experts. Uh, But I saw them and boy, they were intense. Let me uh, trust me on that one. Uh, So you have to decide for yourself. Don't just believe the Wall Street so-called experts and say, wow, that, you know, they said that uh, Starbucks really underperformed in the last three months. So, boy, this must be a really awful company now. No, No. it's still a huge, great company. And don't don't think that because I said it or anybody said it. Uh, Decide that on your own after conducting thorough research. Uh, on the fundamentals of the company. I had a similar situation play out with Costco at the beginning of, Mm -hmm. I think it was the beginning of this year. Mm -hmm. They had earnings. The earnings were great, but I think everyone bought, everyone probably bought in anticipation of the earnings and the stock just got hammered Mm -hmm. after they released these great earnings. So I just went and scooped up some stuff right after, you know, that dump happened. Like, oh, okay, this is obviously being oversold for the wrong reasons. Right, right. And I love that. That's my bread and butter. Uh, I, I love it when investors are wrong in the short term, Mm -hmm. uh, I can take advantage of that. And not with perfect timing, though. A lot of people expect to catch the bottom, exactly. And you have to get out of that fantasy stage. Bottom pickers get stinky fingers, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. So yeah, don't expect to catch the bottom. Expect to be wrong at first. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's part of swing trading. That's part of being willing to stay in the trade for weeks or months if necessary. Mm-hmm. And just accept that you're going to lose at first. You're going to lose money at first. Uh, what you can do is when you make a purchase, sell a covered call. If you buy 100 shares, uh, that will cushion the blow a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it gives you a little bit of downside protection. Not much, not a whole lot. And of course, there's a price to pay for selling a covered call, which is that if this stock makes a moonshot, if it goes up a lot, then you'll wish you hadn't sold the covered call. But how right. often does that happen? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's part of the fantasy stage is that people who buy stocks uh, oftentimes have the, fan- the moonshot fantasy. Uh, when I was young, the word, the phrase moonshot didn't even exist. We didn't think like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the fantasy was still there, but you know, we, we didn't, uh, we, we weren't saying, you know, uh, Shiba Inu coin to the moon, whatever. <laughs> right. yeah. Diamond hands. Is, is that the latest one? Diamond hands, platinum hands. Diamond, I don't even yep. know. Yep. You know, we, we didn't say things like that because we didn't, we weren't encouraged to. Right. Um, so now, now you can go on social media and no matter what you're invested in, even if it's a coin with a dog's uh, face on the front. Uh, yeah. You'll, you'll, and, and there are several of those, by the way, you can pick, There's you can pick and choose. Many of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just canine themed coins. Uh, I could think of at least three off the top of my head, which is three too many, yeah. but you can go on Twitter and you or stock tweets or Facebook and find thousands of people who will support your decision to mortgage your house and buy, uh, you know, Floki Inu coin or Doge coin, dog coin, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, so this is why I have a YouTube channel. I'm trying to get people not to do that, or if they do it, hey, how about just a, a very small position? Right. In, in, you know, whatever uh, fidget spinner coin or whatever the heck it is. Right. I'm, I'm probably four years too late on that one. But uh, so, yeah, I call that the playground uh, section of your portfolio. Uh, yeah, have, they're lottery uh, tickets. You yeah. Yeah. Treat exactly. Them like lottery tickets. It's fine. If, if 5% of your account of your brokerage account is, is set aside for just silly, you know, all or nothing bets, uh, that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. go for it. Um, have fun with it. The most you could lose, even if you lose 100%, uh, which is rare, uh, of the whole thing, you lost 5% of your account. And so you'll have to make, what is it, 6%, I think, to get that back in your account. Right. Uh, mathematically. So that's that's doable. It's not fun. Or you could just not even do that at all. <laughs> and that's actually <laughs> even better. But some people just have that uh, wiring in their brain. That Nobody gambling. wants to get rich slow. I think that's another good Buffett yeah, quote. Yeah, that's a book. That's a classic one, isn't it? Get rich slow. Yeah. Yeah. And so. It's boring, uh, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So my predictions are none. Don't predict. Just react. Wait until something actually happens that's hard to resist because you did your due diligence. And it's uh, a company that's been around for a long time and has been through recessions uh, and came back stronger every time and has great financials, great fundamentals, learned how to read 10Ks and 10Qs, all the SEC forms and 8Ks. Do you have any videos on that explaining uh, uh, how to read the financial statements? You know, I would get, I I should, and maybe I'll do it, but I know I'm going to get zero clicks and views on that. Oh, we'd share it. Even if I put a, a bikini-clad woman on the front, that'll get me a few. <laughs> uh, that'll get me a few. You'll but, get our views. We'll watch it. Oh yeah. You know, it's why well, I appreciate that. That'll get me two views. Yeah, but, get you um, at least two. Not, 
not enough to keep the YouTube algorithm happy. That's probably the if you put up a video, if you post a video on uh, how to protect uh, yourself in the markets, how not mm-hmm. to lose money, uh, you get very few views, unfortunately. Right. Um, should do it anyway. I should, I should. But uh, meanwhile, if you make a video uh, saying, you know, how to 10x your money, uh, then that'll get, you know, uh, 5,000 views. So I know. that's a shame too, because those are the ones you shouldn't be clicking on. Correct. Correct. But it is what it is. And so I, you know, I, I do put baby things, but I try not to promise the moon and the sun and the stars. Uh, just, just maybe just the moon. That's about there you it. Go. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a weird tightrope walk that content creators such as yourself have to have to walk. I mean, you, you've got to be sexy and appealing with your language and, and your visuals. If, if you, if you're on YouTube and you got the thumbnails, unlike mm-hmm. TikTok. With TikTok, you 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 don't need a thumbnail. Uh, your video is ten seconds long, and you're lip syncing to a song, and you don't have to lip sync correctly either. <laughs> TikTok is so I don't get TikTok. <laughs> uh, well, if you're over, uh, I think eighteen, um, yep. you're not supposed to get it. <laughs> Double that, uh, and that right, you know, <laughs> right? They, they said the same thing about Duran Duran when I was a kid, and I liked it. So I don't get Duran Duran. I love Duran Duran. I know. Oh yeah. Well, or there you go, Duran Duran, right? But um, you know, it, there's always something with the young people that uh, older people think is trash, and so I I accept it, but I don't have to love it. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I, you know, YouTube is really um, just what I'm used to because at least I can provide uh, content with some length and depth mm-hmm. to it. Um, but you still have to click, you still have to uh, bait the click at the same right. time. So it, it's, it's a weird balance that I, I have to uh, strike. I don't know. You know, I'm not even in the podcast world. I don't know how, how clickbaity you have to be with that. Maybe you could tell me, I don't know. We're still learning yeah. that. We'll, we'll tell you when we figure it out. I wear a bikini every recording and it has not helped. <laughs> but it seems to be making sure you have meme stocks in your, your title name. Seems to be yeah. There it is. There it is. There, there's the, yep. Yep. You get people in there. Just put the, uh, I was going to say GameStop, but that's old school now, isn't it? That's. Uh, uh, I think you could probably still, AMC still draws interest. Okay. Okay. I, I almost feel like GameStop is is yesterday's news that the that GameStop is now the new Microsoft now I guess huh you know? I, uh, I don't think it's quite that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Microsoft's pushing all time highs. Now it's I, I don't even know what it is now. Uh, what, what the latest one is? Um, uh, you know. I think DWAC was fairly okay, recently. Okay, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But that that one's one. collapsing now. I think. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at that in a little while. I I wrote. Uh, I was paid to write on that one, so I did, and then immediately uh, forgot what I just wrote. And that's, <laughs> that's a good strategy. When you're writing with distaste and disgust, that's a, that's a good way to go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of, of baiting the clicks, uh, where can the people find you then? Let's. Uh... Sure. Well, thank you for asking. Uh, just go to YouTube. Don't go to TikTok. Go to YouTube. <laughs> and uh, type in David Modell, M-O-A-D-E-L. And you'll find me there, uh, whether you like it or not. And uh, I've got, uh, I'm so used to seeing over 500 free videos on there now. It's at least a thousand now, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, I just keep pumping them out. um, And uh, I try to offer value in each and every one. And it costs you nothing to watch it. And uh, I get, uh, I think, a nickel. 
when you do. I'm so pretty there sure you. we have at least one of your videos embedded in our knowledge center. I think it's the one talking oh, about. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. Please don't, don't sue me, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, excellent. Yeah, um, thank you so much for stopping by. I was, yes. You know, really looking forward to catching up with you. I wanted to thank you for, for uh, helping us finally connect the dots on, on, on being on the right side of options. Mm -hmm. think, uh, we've added a lot more selling of options into our, yes. our strategies lately. Yep. Uh, and okay. and trace that all back to the conversation we had with you. Yep. Sell options to people who don't understand math. That's the right. So, <laughs> thanks a lot, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Yeah. Take uh, care. Dan, you want to wrap it up? Uh, all right. Thank, thanks for rejoining us. And uh, it's been great. And uh, until next time, have a fantastic rest of the year. We'll catch up with you in 2022. Well, wasn't that great, folks? Don't you just love that good old classic? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a Christmas special. <laughs> it's not a Christmas special. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, uh, stick around. Uh, uh, coming up at the end of the year. Are we doing that New Year's or New Year's Eve? The uh, last one. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Well, either Friday or Saturday. One of those days. <laughs> We'll have the uh, the thrilling conclusion of this three part trilogy. This impromptu, that no, impromptu is not the right word. <laughs> this <laughs> this extravaganza. There's a lot of there's a lot of planning that went into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Kyle. That was another thrilling round. An exciting lineup. A guest after a guest after a guest. I'm gonna need a, a break after all that awesomeness. I am sick of it. To be honest, <laughs> I, I don't think we need to do anymore. <laughs> I think that's more than enough. Oh, well, then you shouldn't have scheduled so many guests because we got plenty oh. more. <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> oh, All yeah. right. When's that coming out? When's that coming out? Next week. Next week. The ambiguous next week, folks. Yeah, next week. <laughs> Sometime between the 27th and the 1st. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Probably I... on the 31st. We'll just say the 31st. No, no. New no. Year's Eve seems like a good day. Ah, well, we'll see you then. Bye. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades. Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad, because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe, and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. 
Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. That's chime.com slash goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details.